0: hey guys welcome to the you make the scene podcast my name is josh and this is episode number 75 this week on the show i've got a conversation with a band called the brown goose um had a great time talking with these guys we had to reschedule so i super appreciate them being flexible and things like that um We did record this while I was in the parking lot of an event that I was attending. So there are a couple points where my audio cuts out a little bit. Um, So sorry for that. But, you know, things happen. The world's not perfect. Uh, But yeah, this conversation was awesome. Had a great time talking with the guys. We were able to get everybody on Zoom together. Um, And, you know, the whole band dynamic is always nice when you can get it. You know, we love talking to lead singers, guitarists, drummers, whatever, individually as well. But, you know, sometimes getting the whole band together just brings a a different level of intimacy to the conversation, which seems weird because there's more people involved. But uh, what I really mean by that is, you know, the guys are able to feed off of each other, and really provide in-depth answers. Um, this conversation we talked about all kinds of stuff. We talked about new music, um, getting to perform with Saliva, getting to adjust their lineup. Um, I don't know. Getting to is probably the bad word for that, but um, you know, going through the changes of of the lineup and. Getting to this iteration of the band um, and finding the right sound and the right people to make that sound and the importance of that, you know, it's a thing that so many people won't really understand. You know, especially if they're not musicians or you know haven't really performed in a band with others. The difference between having the right Bassist or guitarist or drummer or singer or whoever, and not can be huge, you know. You can tell it in production, you can tell it in the way the songs are written, and so much more. Um, we also talked about the guys getting to work with what I referred to as kind of a secret legend. Um, they were able to work with Lee Dias, who you know he's a name that if you know the music industry and the genre and things like that you may recognize you may have heard of him or seen him in liner notes um but he's worked with bands like from first to last go radio mayday parade and so many others um and the guys had nothing but great things to say about him so um looking forward to their new music which actually uh just dropped i haven't got to check it out yet but uh looking forward to giving that a spin as well as some of the stuff that they're working on um you know they're constantly writing constantly preparing for the next step so really uh again enjoyed this conversation and want to kind of jump in it with you guys here so um this is my conversation with the brown goose So, to start off with, I do start with the same boring ass question every time, though. And that's the simple introduction. Uh, Go around and who you are, what you do in the band, and just a little background on, like, kind of how you got into music.
1: Cool. I guess we'll start start over here. Yeah, my name is Mike Ingram. I play guitar and I sing in the band. And um, I got into music uh, since I was a little kid. There was always, um, I had older brothers and uh, friends that were a little bit older than me. Uh, that were into doing band stuff and and started, you know, jamming garage band type stuff like that. And uh, throughout the years, kind of, you know, fell in love with it. And um, in my adult life, ended up finding, you know, these guys and other bands. um, And we all kind of came together to make this one. Awesome. I think we lost
2: your audio. Hey, Jonathan, is your are you on? I can't hear you, man.
1: It shows him in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Hello.
2: He's like that guy hanging out there in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. The Homer Simpson in the bushes. Hey, Jonathan, are you there?
1: Let's see if. Oh,
2: you... I'm gonna text him. <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll text
1: him. <laughs> I don't know if he's got himself
0: muted or what.
2: Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. <laughs> Or, if, or if you can hear us, Jonathan, but we can't hear you. Uh, you, you, you got to unmute your um, down here in the the bottom, the bottom left-hand part of your screen. Hit unmute and then uh, start video. Bottom left of the Zoom window. <laughs> Well, hey, okay, would you well, like would would you like us yeah. continue? I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll go for
0: jump it. Jump around, that's <laughs> fine.
2: Yeah. All right, cool, cool, awesome. Um, well, they call me Baron Dupree. Um, I play bass and sing, sing vocals. Um, and um, really, all of us sing, and it's it's one of the the most awesome uh, bands or musical experience I've ever been in, being with these guys and um, uh, where we where we all like have the ability to sing lead but then we can also like back each other up so it's like it's like um a much cooler boy band I guess <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but I got into music uh, when I was like about like well really I got in I was into music when I was like really little but I started like playing guitar and getting into like rock music around like 14 15 years old um and then uh, I've just been kind of at it ever since you know and um played in played in a bunch of bands here in tallahassee and uh, had the pleasure of playing shows with with mike in the brown goose uh before i was even in the band and then um then eventually I had the opportunity to join up with mike um we started playing shows with geo over here and um also jonathan our drummer we started playing shows with him as well in other bands and then eventually we all just came together um like sort of an accidental like you know super group um but really it was just who had the the most hangability you know who could last the longest and um you know keep it going
1: oh we just got a text from jonathan saying i'm trying (laughs) to get it worked out laugh out loud um sorry
2: but yeah yeah no problem no problem but that's yeah so that's where we are um uh we've just been uh going at it everybody uh you know puts puts isn't afraid to put their head down and and uh, you know, sprint towards the the finish line, um, wherever that might be. You know, it's a, it's an ever moving goal. I feel like, but but we're up for the challenge.
1: That's Nice sir. Oh, thanks.
2: Uh, hi, <laughs> in, my name is
3: Giovanni Marrero Baez. Mm-hmm. I go by Gio, uh, as well. Um, and I play guitar and I sing for the Brown Goose. Sometimes I even pick up Barry's bass. I'll slap that that, around a little bit. And uh, yeah, I've been playing with these guys for four years. I'm probably the newest member, along with Jonathan uh, to the band. But uh, it's just been a great ongoing thing. Like it's just been becoming family, you know, on the road with them. And uh, creating this album and like everything coming leading up to it. And for the future it's just such a crazy experience. So. I love you guys man i yeah. just love you guys so much but yeah i got into i got into playing guitar around like probably around 13 is when i like actually got into got guitar there's jonathan and uh yeah i played in another band around tallahassee and i met up with these guys they were actually playing a show with i think it was like my second show ever i got to meet them never thought i'd be playing with them in the band but it's awesome experience and very very lucky to have him so
1: well, we're lucky to have him. Yeah. we scooped his ass up we, yeah. we they had a stole very, me throughout the years we've had a very very much like a are you gonna eat that mentality when it comes to other <laughs> musicians we're like hey that dude's killing he's a, he's in the band now. yeah <laughs> think-
2: that is 100 percent accurate
1: yeah <laughs> you're gonna <We> eat <laughs> that okay
2: um jonathan jonathan i think you might still be what muted up? oh there you oh, are there you, oh, you are oh, hey, 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 <laughs> Awesome. We're
0: just but, uh, so what introducing we're, ourselves. Yeah, Excuse me, introduction um, and just a little bit
4: of background on yourself musically. <clears throat> uh, I'm Jonathan McLaughlin. Um, I play drums.
2: Oh, well, he's just I think you're frozen <laughs> now, he's super stoic, too. He's known for stoicism. <laughs> we can hear you now.
4: Oh, my god. Uh, I started when I was like 15 years old. Um, I started watching my brother play in his band, going to shows. And then me and my brother started a band. And then eventually we played with the Brown Goose. And then pretty much like a year later, I joined the band. And Gio Gio and I joined at the same time, I believe. That's true, yeah.
2: Yeah, officially, yeah. did.
4: That, and now we're out there killing it.
2: <laughs> killing it. <laughs> I love it, my dog. <laughs> um,
0: so let's let's talk a little bit about uh you know the background of the band you've kind of gotten into. But you know you, you joke that you're an accidental supergroup.
3: group organic
0: was it? You know what I mean? Like obviously you you've played some shows together before that with different bands and whatnot. Was it like a intentional headhunt or was it just a, Hey man, we've got an opening. Why don't you come play with us?
1: The ladder, the exactly. ladder. Yeah. yeah. The ladder. But also, you know, we've kind of taking notes too. Yeah. You, know, you see, you're like, <laughs> man, these guys are killing it. Right. You know, you know? I think uh, definitely whenever we could get Barry, we're, we were like, Oh shit. What if we got Barry? And then we're like, Oh shit. What if we got G G-O? what if we got Jonathan? You know, it was, uh, definitely the, the people we, we definitely, uh, would like to have playing with us,
0: you know. Yes. So, for fans that are for listeners maybe that haven't heard you guys, um, you're kind of a unique sound. It's alt rock, but it's not like radio alt rock. Talk a little bit about your, your musical inspiration and kind of how you form the sound that you've decided on. Ooh.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll get the ball rolling, I suppose. Yeah. Um, you put it very interesting, like um there when you said the sound that we decided on. Um, I don't think that we ever fully decided on a sound. Um we uh right. we like it's 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 very interesting. We just kind of like came up with those songs like as as they are, they sort of evolved as they were um uh I'd say quite a bit in the studio, but um, but also quite a bit like right up to it. A couple of them we were playing live, like um, Running the Streets and uh, When the Whispers Fade. We'd been, pl- and Apocalyptic Love Song, we've been playing for quite a while live. Haley, we'd been playing for quite a while live and Zombies for for even longer. I think that was like the, the one we had, the That's longest fine. one. Um, uh, but then we were able to like really hone in on what we were feeling at the time and um working with lee dyes in earth sound recordings he really uh helped us kind of like obtain the tones that we were going for and i'd say the when we were especially recording this record this album um we were more concerned with the the textures and the tones of everything um and not so much um writing a particular style of song like for the radio or for this or in that direction and then when it kind of came together it's all got a kind of a cohesive sound as far as like tonality and musicality but then mm-hmm. it's got like also like a little bit of something for everybody in there different genres mm-hmm. sort of
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and that, you know so for people that don't know who he is lee dais is kind of like a secret legend right like Right. He has yes. worked with so right. many amazing yeah. artists, like uh, yeah. from First to Last, Mayday Day Parade, right. Go Radio. Like He has had his fingers in a bunch of different genres. Right. So I think for you guys, that, that probably was a, a big advantage because he could totally. kind of help corral you to some extent, but also make sure it was a fluid sound.
1: Secret Legend yes. was a yeah. great way to put yeah. it. Yes. Yes. yes.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's got all the tricks in there, and he he, he uh he makes a lot of his own equipment. You know, like hand builds it. Um, <clears throat> like the microphone we were singing on was like a clone of a of an AKG C12 microphone, which is like I think it's like a six thousand dollar microphone or something. And yeah. he built this one for a thousand dollars. And it I've heard a re- real C12 as well, and I mean like it's I I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it, and that's the thing, you know, I, I use the term secret legend, and that's probably the first time I've ever used it. But, like, for someone like him that, you know, he's done so much, but I don't think he he gets – he's not Neil Avron, right? Like, people know who Neil Avron is or um, Butch Walker. Like, yeah. those names have always been thrown around. Lee has always kind of just done his work, let it speak for itself, and never asked right. for any praise.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, right. So true. Yeah. Just goes, you know, puts on the same outfit every day and just goes in and just Mm -hmm. makes magic happen. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Or the same looking
1: outfit. Valdosta, Georgia. Clarify. (laughs) Valdosta, Georgia. Yeah. And he's like, just as nice as nicest dude you'll ever meet. Um, Super easy to work with. Um, Great conversation. You know. Yeah. Just very hospitable.
4: He's a very good producer as well. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It adds a lot. Let's of a
1: bit,
0: yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, and you know, Jonathan, if you want to take the lead since you kind of started us down this path. Yeah. Talk about uh, you know bringing Lee <clears throat> demos and stuff like that, and then his ability to look at that demo or listen to that demo and go, you, "You're close. This is what it should be," or you know, help direct what way that needs to to partake.
4: Right. Well, um, we did our own little demos, uh, and brought it to him and he just, he knew exactly what we wanted from the get go. You know what I mean? And, um, he helps a lot with, um, producing drums with me. We like go back and forth. Right. And, um, he'll just, um, We'll just go back and forth and he'll polish everything for us. Basically. He's that prick good. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the actual gear that he has there is crazy too. It's like, I remember at one point, Jonathan, during the drum tracking was like, I really like, uh, the drum, the snare sound on, was it, they're only chasing safety by under Oath, that album. And he was like, I really like this. And you know, Lee looked it up like immediately within like five seconds. He was like, Oh, well Jonathan, you're in luck because we actually happen to have that snare drum right here. And it was the the Vinnie Paul Pantera snare drum. Exactly. And he's like, You're gonna have to whack the shit out of this thing, bro. And Jonathan's like, No problem.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I got you, fam. It was
1: it was pretty uh-huh. awesome. He's got a lot of gear there, and it's like top quality.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think you just nailed it right there with his ability to just know the song and be like oh that's gonna be this over here i already know what we
4: have to do
2: yeah yeah like helping helping like us decide on like we 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 rolled up with our entire sprinter van full of all of our gear that we that we carry around with us pretty much everywhere you know yeah um and uh we didn't take a single thing out of the van yeah at his studio like like we didn't take like it's really blows my mind that mike didn't bring he plays an orange rocker verb 150 on stage and that he didn't bring that inside <laughs> is the craziest thing in the whole world i tend
1: to be a little bit of a snob after i got the orange i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna play this thing but you
0: know, he, I, he I didn't want to say it.
1: Right? everybody that
0: has an orange head Yep. is a little bit of a snob when it comes right? to that horn <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but i never i didn't use it at all i used all of Lee's stuff i'll use all of Lee's guitars all of <laughs> Lee's pedals i was like he would turn something on and i'd be like that's exactly what i want right there that sounds perfect <laughs> let's go with
2: it yeah. maybe you just wanna
1: right yeah and it was <laughs> yeah. it was cool to like
3: sit there and he'll work with you and like be patient with you where like you're like okay i'm trying to go for this sound and you'll try out a guitar or try out an amp and Mm -hmm. if it's not quite what you're looking for like all right well let's try something else and he'll just plug up the different (laughs) things and hey how about this what kind of sound are you going for i'm going for a clean sound so he'll plug in this you know and it was just really cool to work with him to where it's just like everything was fluid like all right well let's try something else and it was very patient and it was, it was really cool to work with him in that way.
1: Very caring. Very let's caring. Let, let's expand yeah, on that
0: a little caring. bit with, <laughs> let's expand on that a little bit with like, obviously you weren't there to to learn in the sense of learning, but clearly Lee was able to teach you guys stuff. So talk a little bit about the growth that you experienced just going through that recording process with him.
4: Cool.
3: Oh, um, yeah. it's uh, for the growth. Yeah. Uh, I just I feel like um, a lot of it was like for me just knowing what I liked in general just getting getting to play around with all these you're just a, a kid in a giant toy store and getting, yeah. getting to know yourself a little bit more like oh wow like this is the sound I was going for but now I'm like now learning myself it, yeah. and I'm like okay now yeah. I know what I need to do to get to this spot. So it was a lot of growing in that sense. And then like even like just in the vocal booth doing some vocals and then Mm -hmm. seeing where I should have been and where I should be and then like keep practicing that, you know.
1: He could tell you like a percentage of how far you are singing off key even. Right. And then (laughs) you can go back in there and
3: practice it and hit those notes that you've been trying. So it was very, very Mm -hmm. growing in that sense for sure.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. I think the whole band got closer mm -hmm. during recording because you know you'd have one guy in the vocal booth recording then you'd have two guys there motivating come on you got it man oh yeah (laughs) light's low you'd have candles and stuff and they're just like
1: you got it man come on you can hit that sometimes we'd go in the vocal booth with like you would bring a hype man with you while you were doing oh for sure (laughs) we were all there that was the best that was the best aspect like dancing around while somebody's singing vocals but trying to be quiet not make any sound at all (laughs) yeah
2: it was a lot of fun that part was a lot of fun
1: yeah
2: um i learned it's crazy because um because i haven't actually been playing bass that long i played guitar for many many years um even in the brown goose before geo joined you know um and so my experience really with playing bass was like oh you know we gotta we gotta go we need a bass player and i'll just hop over to it for this show because i just have to you know and then and then it was like well I know the song's good enough to, to do it, um, you know, and, and mostly it was like, me just taking the guitar part that I was already playing and just going, okay, I'm just gonna play the bass notes or I'll play through the chord or whatever, you know? Um, and uh, and it and it worked out really good, but I didn't really know anything about playing the bass. Uh, so when we were recording, it was like teaching me all sorts of stuff about like where the best finger placement is, like in relation to the pickups on different bases and stuff like that. I didn't even ever think of that before. Um, And you can get different sounds by doing that. He showed me showed me about that. Um, I learned how to play the lap steel in there for one chord. Um, (laughs) But but I but I put it down, you you know, I nailed that chord. It's right there at the beginning of the album, too. So so I feel good about that. Um, And then I learned a lot about recording and stuff like I've been recording. I work in a studio myself um, for a long time and I didn't know anything before I went in there. I feel like, you know, (laughs) Um, and so that was that was really cool. And then just getting all that confidence and that camaraderie because we really worked together like someone would be recording their part and then we'd we'd also be producing. I mean, we recorded we recorded the entire album really ourselves at just here between Jonathan's house my house how do i decline this i'm sorry um between jonathan's house and my house um and uh in the studio that i work at we like recorded the whole album before we even went to lee's but we weren't going to use any of that we just recorded it stemmed it all out took it to lee's and then just started replacing all the tracks and making them better and you know filling it out and stuff like that and um mm-hmm. so uh so that 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 was that was a really good experience like feeling confident in that camaraderie that we could talk to each other about all those kinds of things and like really help like because there's like so many parts where there's like vocal harmonies where like I'll be like taking a note and like sliding it up like but real controlled on on a thing and then we'd be like like I'd have Gio sing come from like a high harmony and go down over the top of me and like just things we were coming up with on the on the spur of the moment or like like a like guitar solo someone would be playing the guitar solo and they just kind of making it up on the spot and get, getting really close and getting a lot of good ideas and then we'd be like that's that's the idea that's the idea you know and like hyping the other person up and and really helping them develop that that aspect of it as well
0: yeah something interesting and you you mentioned um so I haven't played bass in over a decade now but it, it was always funny, you know, when I was in high school, I played bass, and I had so many friends that played guitar, and they're like, oh, you took the easy one, because people don't understand what goes into playing a bass guitar.
2: Yeah. There's you the whole, like, it. you gotta be with, uh, you can't see me pointing at Jonathan, but I'm pointing at Jonathan, you gotta be with the drummer, like, <laughs> Yeah. you, you guys are our unit, yeah. Or, yeah.
0: In time, you the like you were saying like the different sounds you can get based on finger placement with each type of, of bass and everything like it's so much it i'm not saying it's harder than a guitar by any stretch than a, a lead or a rhythm or anything but like but it's the people that are like uh, yeah it, it's equally Absolutely. as difficult but so many people look at it and go that's oh, just four strings it's not that yeah. tough no no yeah.
2: you got less to work with <laughs> yeah more to do i
0: have to be just as cool with less work so or with yeah. less capability yeah. uh talk a little bit about just because this is more on my curiosity for lee's setup uh how big is his console table is he like one of those 64 track uh he's, console he's, got tables a, he's or is he condensed
2: now he's got a he's got like i think 24 channels um and he's got an ssl it's like half of a desk um and he's he kind of said, dude, it's super crazy. So the chassis of the desk, you know, like the frame part, you know, not the channels, is like half of half of a desk without the center, you know, of a full like uh, 72 channel or whatever. Yeah. But he somehow like built the center like so. So he just put 24 tracks in it, and he put all the main controls in it, and then he's got the patch bay all within the frame of just like part of the SSO. But he did it all himself. From what i understand i think wow. like the way he routed all that and so that is super cool and he's got all these custom shortcut controls that are built in to the you know so you got like where the faders are right you know you push yep. up and down then you got that like little space about that far that's cl- between you and the faders and all in there he's got all these shortcut buttons that work inside of his cubase program and so instead of like you know having to hit Control C for copy or or record. Control R, whatever you know. He's got just he just presses these buttons on his board. It's his, Guru level. Training. I don't even know how that it how <laughs> he's like built a remote control into his SSO.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I said, I knew he was a, a secret legend and and a genius, but I was always you know I've been curious about kind of that setup and just yeah. the the tech side of it. You know, a lot of fans even if they're big music fans don't think about what goes into that recording process and all yeah. the technology and
1: how much work
0: it is in a production standpoint
1: oh yeah something he's definitely very big on i feel like is the original organic sound that you're recording like he's like you know this this part may take a while like you know they're going through different symbols they're going through different snare drums they're going through different you know amps he's like it's okay if this part takes a long time because this is the actual album, you know. Right. So I think that also is a big part of it, and just the quality of gear that he's got in there that you're using to the very first part of it, you know. Yeah. Right. Going in the can, as they say. Yes, that is what yes. they
2: say.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, let's talk a little bit about um,
0: the the latest single, "Running in the Streets." Um, give a little background. You know, I. I normally don't ask like specifically what you wrote the song about simply because fans are going to connect to it in their own way. And I don't want to take away from their connection to the song or, you know, their interpretation, but like, I guess kind of with where your head was at and the, the release that it gave you
1: to build that song. Okay. Um, So this one, I guess kind of like on, on this album, this would be like our, our quintessential pop rock uh breakup song sort of um it uh definitely is definitely like many uh different stories probably combined into one but I think I've heard Barry com uh say in, in another interview uh that it's like like a like a breakup where you're you're hoping that um like you still have I guess left a, a lasting impression is yeah, what you said. And I like cool. that. I was like that's cool. It was like not in a negative way though. You know, right? And um, or or maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's it just it's definitely like a quintessential pop rock breakup song, and definitely take it how it hits you because it's not necessarily as pointed as, as it it could be. You know, it's it could be a vague breakup song for sure.
2: Yeah, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a romantic breakup. Yeah, really, when it comes down to it. Yeah. Um. There's. I don't think there's any. Oh, well, I guess no. I guess there's the she running the streets. Oh, yeah, Where yeah, could she, she be? Could be yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. So 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 I guess there's that yeah. that that locks it into a certain type of idea. But yeah. Um, I'd say uh, I like to tell the story about how um the song came to be in some way. Like Mike had been working on it secretly in his spare time or something. But I came to his house one day to come like hang out or whatever. And as I walked up to the door, I could hear somebody playing piano inside. And I was like, Oh, this is this is pretty cool. I wonder who's playing piano. And then I heard Mike singing. I was like, Oh, Mike's jamming with someone playing piano. Uh-huh. And I look in, I could see inside the window, and I saw that Mike was playing piano and singing by himself, which I didn't even know he could do. <laughs> um, and he was singing the what be what this song what became Run in the Streets. It was like the first verse, the idea for the first verse, and then uh months later i think we, we went to the park and t- tried to figure out jonathan you look so crazy on our screen right now. He,
1: got, he got stuck for a second <laughs>
2: um <clears throat> we went to the park uh with my two little toy poodles and and just hung out there and tried to figure out how to turn that piano part into two different guitar parts that's right and so that's what g what became geo and mike's guitar parts in that right. song like the the whole basis of it
1: that's still pretty much the only song I know how to play on piano. I had a chord chart in front of me, you know. <laughs>
2: cool. yeah, gotcha. cool, and <laughs> hey,
1: that's
0: that's more piano than I can play.
1: Like I I've, I've yeah. sit down
0: and learn and it's just there's too much there, man. It's
1: a lot. <laughs> Let's talk a little
0: bit about the the songwriting process for you. I know we're jumping around a little bit because we've already talked about recording, but like when you guys start to build a song, is it lyrics first? Or is it more like we've got the melodies and the hook and things like that? Or kind of just what's that look like on your your end?
1: A lot of it starts instrumental for us. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'd say like, yeah, for the most part, I mean, like there's some stuff where like, especially on the last album, I think uh, we wrote a song where like Mike had an idea for a song and then he had some lyrics and then I just had some lyrics and I was like, Oh, I think these will actually work really good. But for the most part, um, uh, I think it's like someone has an, has an idea and it's usually starts out with a music thing and then someone puts some lyrics to it. Like, but a lot of the songs on this album, uh, were kind of, well, team I, efforts yeah, like, they were definitely team efforts. Which I like, like is
1: kind of unique. There's something to be said about that. Though. The lyrics in any song could be like multiple people that have written.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. we, like in, in this album, we go back and forth singing a lot. And there's yeah. so many times where I wrote what he's saying and he wrote what I'm saying. That's very true. Yeah. Um, and so that's like pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, yeah. A lot of them, we'd, we'd write the music first. Um, and then, or we'd have like the music for like a verse with like one part of a verse or something and that's all we'd have and someone would just be like have that in their pocket for a little while till we're like all right we're gonna work on an album which basically like september 2018 or nice not september december 2018 we made the decision we're like all right we got to get songs together to record an album we had been kind of touring together as a band with jonathan and geo Um, for a year at that point just it had just been a year it was November 2017 they joined Um, so it was like all right so we've got enough shows under our belt we definitely got enough um, chemistry and stuff like that I think it's a good time to to really like solidify some of the stuff we've already been playing Um, and then some stuff that we just kind of had in the back pocket like I said Um, just some ideas and we kind of put those together in December and January and then went in Went into the studio with Lee in February of 2019, right there at the beginning, and knocked out the bulk of it.
0: Awesome. Um, for for Geo and Jonathan, you know, talking about the chemistry and whatnot, how the feeling for you guys coming into a band that already had a decent foot, you know, hold on your area and whatnot they've got existing songs and and things like that and now you're trying to play with that same emotional connection to the songs that you weren't really a part of what's that feel like for you guys
3: right um so for me at least um well like for the first dp that was out already I've already heard a lot of those songs but um they kind of it was really cool like for like Barry to Barry and Mike to show me like the chords or something like that to the song but then barry and mike be like yeah but you know like you just you know you do your thing on this <laughs> like we'll yeah, give yeah. you the structure of it but you yeah. just have all the freedom to like do what you feel so i kind of just got more emotionally connected on that level when i could just kind of do right. my own feeling on top of something so i would just sit there and listen to it and kind of okay well this is what i'm feeling on top of it and yeah. you know get comfortable with that <clears throat> but um for as far as the the new album same answer um here. kind of a certain uh certain way oh sorry Is jonathan- go ahead jonathan
4: yeah, no uh i was gonna say same answer here uh, Yeah, yeah. As as the first as far as the first ep yeah, i didn't have anything to do with that one but i love those songs Especially yeah for sure courthouse and pat sad song i love playing those songs some of my favorite to play like this new EP. This is whenever all of the super dudes did it together.
3: Yeah, all of <laughs> super dude. It was cool to have be like. It's a, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Gio. <laughs> so for the new album, though, like you know, everybody had an idea, and I think also in uh in the studio we'd be like, oh well, like this is what this is missing. Like sometimes me and Mike might be playing the same chords, and I'll be like, oh shit, I have to like. Play something else on top of it. Oops, but um, (laughs) we'll edit that out. (laughs) But um, I'll just kind of you know play something on top of it to like you know just make it a little bit more fluid. But uh, yeah, y'all give me the freedom to you know be myself. So like, gives me an emotional connection there. So I think that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it really did the same to me when when it came to playing the bass. You know. big mostly i you know there was no other choice about it though just because we no other bass players (laughs) we just had to go with what i was playing but but it but it was awesome though in that regard
0: yeah and i think the reason i bring that up is you know i've talked to other artists where like they don't necessarily those songs had already like made such an impression the way that they were released that they get a new member to the band and it's cool i have to just play this song. And I'm essentially a cover artist at that moment, you know, while that song's going on. Um, so it's always nice to hear that it was, yeah, those songs existed, but creative license to some extent, when right. you take over.
2: Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, like, so we I mean, we do in in our in our touring and stuff like that end up having to play like a lot of cover music, you know, as, as a lot of bands do. Um, yeah. And, but we we do get a lot of comments when we play live that are that people like the way they always say oh man i really love the way y'all play that song you know um
1: <laughs> makes them sound so redneck
2: i know so wild, that's, i mean so that's redneck, like wild. you know um we've been playing, we playing just, in alabama we, a lot. we play we play in alabama georgia <laughs> yeah. and florida a lot it's just they're they're southern people yes. and they're wonderful um and uh yeah
1: i'm from tallahassee yeah. so like you know, i'm from alaska <laughs> yeah.
2: Jonathan's from Georgia G from, from Tallahassee, Tallahassee as well. we got a Tallahassee Alaska sandwich going on right here
4: <laughs> It's got some salmon on it I was about to say what is that salmon? it's a <laughs> salmon salmon sandwich <laughs> oh, salmon <man>. sandwich
0: <laughs> awesome um, so for fans that you know maybe have just found you or haven't really kept up with you guys um, you know Running in the Streets is the newest single You've obviously got the album that you're building towards um, without getting in trouble with any, you know, label or PR people or anything like that. Um, What's kind of the the remainder of the year look like release schedule for you guys as far as more singles and things like that?
1: This Friday, the new album comes out. The the whole thing we recorded with Lee Dias is this Friday.
0: Yeah, June
1: 11th. Yep,
0: I was thinking it was next month, that's my bad. (laughs)
1: Oh no, oh no, no problem. And I don't think we'll get in trouble for saying this, but there may or may not be um, some Christmas songs that we are looking into recording. Uh, stop me in oh, I'm am man. I am Just, I getting am I getting nah. ahead of
2: myself, guys? No, no, we're working on something but right now. That's
1: that's the secret right now, Louis, That's the yeah. juice. All right. Um
0: So let's talk about, about you know perfect year, which obviously the Last year has not been just because of COVID and everything else. Right. Uh, but let's say in a in a perfect year, a perfect world, uh, for the remainder of the year, what's kind of your vision? Obviously, with the album coming out, you want to be on the road. Um, what's it look like down in in the Florida area as far as live shows and things like that coming back?
2: Oh, everything's like one hundred percent back in Florida. It's kind of the Wild West down, down here. <laughs> pretty sure Alabama and Georgia are are pretty open too. Yeah. I know memphis and our our, uh, tennessee just opened um we have a connection in memphis that's why i mentioned memphis specifically um uh and yeah yeah i mean our goal is to just keep playing bigger and bigger shows we've been um lucky enough all of a sudden here in the last uh last couple months and then the next couple months coming up getting opportunities to open up for some more like larger acts um everything from like uh what do they call it? Uh, like kind of like country rap to <laughs> two actual straight country to rock bands like we opened for Saliva two was, weekends ago yeah um yeah. and uh, <laughs> it was a- it was actually uh, super awesome that the guys were all very super very nice, super dude. nice and um, and they slayed that they man. they, really they performed the show well they have a different singer yeah, like than their original new, new singer, singer yeah but he oh, is. Yeah out of this world like he is an amazing vocalist yeah. and uh their their crew was really cool too as well so that was that was awesome barry say your thing they played your bass barry you they, played my bass. <laughs> they <laughs> played my bass they played my bass <laughs> my custom goose bass yeah awesome oh speaking uh, of lee Dias and oh. custom goose basses yeah. um he didn't make my bass but um so when we were in there we used uh um well we used this really uh kind of uh what's it called the vintage uh, ampeg tube head the kind that was yeah. like i don't know if it was called the portaflex at that time but it was the kind of flipped down into the, the the cabinet you could carry it but it was like super yeah. heavy and everything we use this old ampeg head into a 610 ampeg cabinet but in the signal chain going in we use this dark class micro tubes pedal and we use this yamaha eq pedal i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's a bass eq pedal um and we set it in a particular way and got this really awesome bass tone i feel on the album and so he liked it so much that he built me a pedal i don't have it yet he's he's still tweaking it or whatever but um it's it says brown goose bass or the goose bass or something goose, like yeah,
3: that goose, goose yeah. bass
2: and it's got a a goose on it, um, and uh, and it, it, it's I'm, I'm super excited about it because I it's it's very difficult to obtain that the tone that we got on that that album in the live setting crunch crunchy it's got super crunch to it and like but it's clean and big at the same time
0: yeah awesome. yeah that, I mean that's a- insane you know a to have a a custom pedal built, period but you know to have one from Lee built for you uh is a pretty big accomplishment i'd say
4: hey
2: i'm very excited about it it's even got a goose on it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome. tell me what you want some uh royalties every time he uses that tone on the
2: anything right. i mean you know like uh i mean i believe in paying people for you know like what it is you know they they contribute and that's a huge thing to contribute so i wouldn't be opposed to that
0: um so
2: obviously being a a relatively
0: smaller band um music videos i say this for a lot of artists um fans don't understand what goes into music videos so obviously financially just the amount of work that goes into them things like that do you guys have plans for some music videos as the year ends we do
2: we do yes yes um we we actually um well, we dabbled in it during COVID. We didn't we you know couldn't play shows, so we made like three or four videos. Um music videos there to cover songs, but just dabbled in that. But in doing so, we uh did some work with some other videographers for some other stuff and met some like really nice people who know how to do it way better, but at least we know kind of like more how to like figure out what it is that we want and stuff like yeah. that and um we got some ideas um we just gotta like kind of like make it happen now i suppose Yeah, awesome. find time between um,
1: this touring you
2: know
3: yeah yeah um so briefly
0: you you've already mentioned that you opened for saliva with their new singer Um, uh, but you've also gotten to to open for like the revivalist red jumpsuit apparatus oh, yeah. what's it like you know at the quote-unquote infancy of of a band to be able to play with someone like that.
1: Oh, um I would say it's definitely humbling, you know. You're trying not to step on their toes or get in the way. You're like you kind of feel uh I mean like a little bit starstruck, you know, a little bit on the way. You're like I hope they like us, uh, you know, like I hope that they're, you know, they think we're cool or they say hi, you know. And that's kind of how it goes for me. I know uh, you know, for, for the other guys, I don't know what y'all's experiences have been, but I'm very nervous sometimes. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I don't want to like, I always feel like I don't want to bother people, right. but I also want to like, like fly on the wall, you know, kind of right. thing if I can. Um, but, but I, I never try to overimpose. I probably like err on the side of like, I'm just going to hang way back. But yeah. eventually, you know, by the end of the night, once we played and they've played, um a lot of times i'll like chat it up with their tech crew a lot like find their sound guy and just be like what what are you doing you know stuff so like i learned a lot from the, the saliva sound guy actually like he was super genius what um uh but yeah that's uh it's always super exciting and, and and like you said humbling and stuff like that um uh it gets uh to a point to where you gotta like remind yourself when you're playing that or at least myself, I have to remind myself that, uh, it's, um, it's just a show, you know, like it's just any other show and you don't gotta, you don't gotta overthink it. Cause I'll get way in my head about it if I do. Um, but, uh, but I'm able to control it, I suppose.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you guys. Yeah. For, for me, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. I think for me, I'm always just like, I, I just like have a few drinks <laughs> with them and, <laughs> Try to have a good time, you know. Yeah. Don't overthink things, because then I'll just you'll be G-O's all in your pretty head. pretty
1: natural it. with it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: like to just have fun with it, because then yeah. if not, then I'm just gonna be up all in my head about things, yeah. and then I'll overthink something on stage, and then I'm messing up, and then I'll yeah. mess these guys up. Not so. getting
1: imposter syndrome, right? You're like maybe I sure. deserve to be yeah, here. Maybe we're sure. gonna kill this. You
3: yeah. Know? yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not... getting better about that. Yeah. I think I'm a little more in people's faces with that part he instead always, of like falling back and like i don't want to say anything i'm like i want to meet him i <laughs> yeah. feel so like geo can...
2: always ends up getting everybody's personal number he does that's <laughs> good that's good <laughs> like, i don't mean to everybody like like you'll have do you do you have somebody's contact from saliva uh no okay. Okay. i didn't so no jonathan, jonathan does not this, jonathan best two of them, <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs> two of
4: of got them. the guitar player the guitar, player, the guitar got, player and the, the guitar bass player was
3: wild but
1: I oh, I try, I do have I try a, not singer, to be singer, like, singer. oh, man, I, think, I, think the I try not to be like,
4: oh, man, I love your band. I love you guys so much. I'm such a fan. <laughs> I try not to do that. I try <laughs> yeah, to be more right. like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm on the same level. You know, at least I pretend that way, you know, like, hey, you know, you know. Uh, but, you know, after you talk to them a little bit, then you can be like, you know, I really I really love you guys, you know.
3: So
1: yeah, I like, yeah. yeah that's how I <laughs> for like. sure. Yeah. Yeah, and we've like, had good experiences with it. bands have always been really nice to us for the most part. I don't think we've really had any bad ones.
0: Yeah. I, I think, you know I'm I'm kinda like Jonathan in that like you don't want to be starstruck, right? And like right. fanboy or anything like that. But at the same time, like you don't want to be overly confident either and be like, Well, yeah. I'm just as good as you or anything. Yeah, um, oh, for sure. So Oh I do all know. the
2: time. Wait, no, just <laughs> <okay.
0: kidding>. <laughs> 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 um But no, I I think, you know, going back to, like, getting the phone numbers and stuff, like, what a lot of people don't think about, whether it's fans or industry, you know, musicians and whatnot, like, all those little networking connections that you make may be the next step for you guys.
1: Huge. You
2: you know,
0: yeah, so, like, Saliva may text Jonathan one day and be like, hey, we're going out on tour, we need another band, like, can you guys come? right and that that may be the break so i think it's cool that you guys aren't so much in your head where it's like oh we can't go talk to them we're not on that level right for sure because everybody started in a garage right or a basement right Mm -hmm. right totally exactly no no basements in florida though right so it would have been garages not many not (laughs) many basements
2: yeah a lot of garages (laughs) there's a basement in the studio i work in but it floods all the time
0: I was going to say, it probably smells like mildew and shit all the time.
1: We've had to save some gear from that basement. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Um, So let's say, obviously, you you got to work with, you know, saliva. So that's a pretty big one. But let's say, perfect world. Uh, You guys are getting ready to go out on tour. It's going to be a four-band bill. Who are you guys wanting to go out on tour with?
3: Ooh, that's a great question. I'm going to have to
1: say, okay, right off the bat, I think just looking at all you guys, Incubus and Coheed might be two of them.
3: I would totally yeah, do Incubus totally. and Coheed. I would sure. do those
1: two. Yeah. Okay. My top two, for sure. Huh? Is your top two? My top two, for sure. Okay.
4: Maybe even
3: for, Polyphia. I would, Polyphia? Say,
1: I would say Polyphia, Polyphia. as well. Um, I love taking back Sunday. That could be cool. Um, but
2: yeah, we. I mean, dude, I'd go out, out on tour with a lot of bands, though. Yeah. Like, even, even even if they weren't like my like total favorite band right now, you know, like, I'd, if Metallica called us, I'd totally go on tour with Metallica. There's no doubt. I'd go um, cool with Deftones. Alice in sure. Chains. Oh, yeah. That's I good. Go, I day. go Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. George Clinton, Parliament, oh, Funkadelic. You go out on tour with them. Yeah. That's the studio Barry works at.
4: <laughs> we're,
1: at, we're at like six or seven though. We're at like, like six right? or seven. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a festival. It's fine. We're, yeah, we're making a, a whole tour. <laughs> oh, we're gonna festival. just make our
3: own festival. <laughs> uh,
0: so let's say, because uh, I don't think, well, unless it's on the album and I don't know about it, uh, you haven't done any real like collabs yet. Who would be like a vocalist or somebody that you would want to bring
1: into the band for a guest spot?
4: Hmm. probably the guy from <laughs> saliva because he killed it
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good that guy was really good um,
2: it's like um, i almost just want to say a rapper or something like that <laughs>
1: cool. um
2: there's so many. There's this guy we played Anderson with was a country
1: artist that was the,
2: the collab king. He has collab Oh with yeah. That, we played Stephen with this guy, Steven Wesley. He was amazing live. His band yeah. was so great. Um, and uh all his he's all his albums on Spotify and whatnot. He's got collabs with like every T
1: Pain. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. like
2: T Pain, he's got Genuine, he's got Slash, he's got it's just like insane how many different yeah. artists he has collaborations with, and, and they all Pretty they're all pretty funny songs. Yeah. Um,
1: if I'm shooting like for the stars here, I'm gonna say like sting. Sting, <laughs> you know <laughs> okay. That would be okay. super okay. awesome. Something more realistic, you know, like a local Brandon guy Norway. like they do for Mayday Parade. People might be into that because we're both from Tallahassee. Yeah, you know, that might not I be. Think
3: It would be cool to, like, just for our style, too. Tillian Pearson, which is the guy from Dance, Gavin Dance. Oh, that guy's
1: cool, He's got a really great voice. Very noticeable voice, yeah. Yeah.
2: He does. He's got a really great voice. What about you,
4: Jonathan? I said Brandon Boyd. Brandon Boyd.
1: Brandon Boyd. Yeah, Okay, I think (laughs) I changed mine to Brandon Boyd. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Anthony Kiedes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's another one right there. That's... Man. I'm gonna be thinking about this for the rest of the night. There's some people <laughs> I
2: can think of that I would totally like to, but they're already done, passed away. So oh man. Are we opening that box? Oh,
1: <laughs> oh never mind.
3: I keep thinking it's you're frozen, awful. Jonathan. It's awful. That's
4: because my internet is 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 really bad or something.
2: <laughs> it's alright. Uh. <laughs> Dude,
1: I feel like everybody's frozen right now.
2: I don't know. No, oh, no, yeah, oh, we lost. Yeah, we lost
1: him. Nah, I'm gonna take
4: a
2: picture.
1: You are the host now.
2: Nah, he's gonna call back in. Okay, mine keeps freezing. Hey, up Jonathan. Really bad. <laughs> you should take a picture. Of I'm just oh,
3: to, like.
4: There you go. Take a picture of that. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. Think I'm back. All right. So I'm sitting in my car because my my nephew, the one that I had to reschedule with you guys because of, is in a uh, city tournament today. So his game nice. starts in a little bit, and oh, all of cool. a sudden my phone's like, "Oh, you're overheating," and I'm like, "No!" Oh, <laughs> oh
2: no! It's sitting in the sun. <laughs> what yep. um? What sport? Like baseball. Baseball. Nice.
0: Yeah. So they won. Uh... uh Friday they won their league championship, and now they're in the city tournament. And they've oh, won cool. two rounds so far. So where uh, where are you at? Indiana. About an oh, hour we're going, going cool. from Indianapolis. Very oh, cool.
2: cool. Cool. Awesome. We've never been there. We've been to, I think, Louisville, uh, Kentucky is the closest we've been.
0: Three and a half to four hours away from me. But So, you know, when you get back there for a tour, let me know, because I can absolutely make that drive for photography. Cool. In a,
2: well, hopefully memory. we'll we'll come to indie. We'll just keep yeah. coming
0: out that way. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> we'll yeah, keep absolutely. going. Yeah. Um, so no, what I was going to say though is, uh, you guys mentioned Brandon Boyd as as a potential, you know, collab and and whatnot. The thing about about him that, unless you've actually listened to to Incubus for a long time, like that dude's vocal range is insane. Yeah,
1: yeah it's still like, crazy. He
0: can he could be on any type of album, and he's going to yeah. kill it.
1: Oh yeah,
2: definitely. Oh yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely like uh, my favorite yeah. vocalist. The only reason I didn't say him is because they already said him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Um, all right, so I am basically done with you guys. So uh, to wrap things up, let's talk about um, realistic end of the year. So we've you know got the album coming out. Realistically, what's the end of the year look like as far as um, tour dates that are are announced or, you know, close enough to being announced that you won't get in trouble uh, and kind of what's the online presence for you guys look like as far as any plans for live streams or like Instagram live hangouts, things like that.
1: Um, putting now this album and we're going to be pretty much on tour until the end of the year, uh, we we are actually we've been talking about doing some live things like going live on Instagram more and trying to amp up that presence. Our story usually stays pretty lit, and our Instagram is pretty, you know, um, usually up-to-date, but the the Instagram Live is something that we've actually been working on, trying to, to figure out what to do for that, you know, whether it's just us sitting around
2: or talking about what we're gonna be doing. I think we don't watch enough Instagram Lives yet. Yeah, We do, need to we, watch we some game films.
1: Yeah, and some reels, yeah, watch some game yeah. films. <laughs> some game film. <laughs> yeah totally yeah, yeah right now we would just like hey what's up we we'll
2: would just be like so you guys are
4: just hanging out with us yeah you guys are watching this how guy. many
0: <laughs> you'd be surprised how many bands do that though like literally yeah, it's right. just really? them hanging out on the porch and stuff uh yeah. something i think would be cool for you guys though would be maybe like a, a listen along and like drop the new album go live and just do like a listen along and and talk about the album and stuff like that that's a great idea that's a really good idea you know really get a a good
1: perspective on that i like
2: that awesome we're gonna do that yeah
1: let's definitely do that
0: when it's gonna go live i'll help promote it as much as i can as well
1: and dude thank you awesome yeah well it's your idea so we definitely gotta include you yeah (laughs) we're gonna call (laughs) you on instagram live and be like hey this is the dude it was his idea
0: Not at work or at a baseball game we can make that work for sure
1: perfect <laughs> okay awesome so we'll we'll stay up we'll stay up with you uh we'll slide in your dms my dude <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously
0: I'll, I'll tag all your your social medias and stuff but go ahead and let fans know like where they can find you where merch is at things like that for you guys
1: perfect
2: cool they can uh well they can find us um online anywhere at the Brown goose. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that works, like I said, anywhere, um, they can find merch, definitely at our shows. We also have an online store. I believe it's hooked up. It's definitely, well, it's a square So it's hooked. I think it's mostly findable from our Facebook page right now, but, um, it's about to be integrated with our website so they can find it there too. The Um, and uh, they there they can you know like uh, keep up to date with us see all our tour dates um, sometimes we uh, put secret songs up there and stuff like that so uh, watch out for that mm-hmm. um, and then they can you know subscribe to us and then get notifications whenever we do stuff like that and um, uh, a lot of people don't know we have a lot of or not a lot but we have some some pretty funny videos on YouTube so they should uh, check out The Brown Goose on YouTube. And check out our our funny cover song videos um they're super lo-fi you know um and we had a lot of fun no making. man yeah that that's totally in now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. we should have put them up awesome. on
2: tiktok probably that's that's oh, there that's you great.
0: go We're, yep yeah okay. all right guys that's that's everything i've got for you i really appreciate your time i appreciate you guys rescheduling for me uh so same I here like, really, yeah yeah yesterday. So, um, yeah, like I said, definitely let me know when, when stuff's happening and we'll promote it as much as we can too. And I'm looking forward to to checking out the whole album and everything and seeing really where the Brown Goose is headed.
2: We will certainly stay in touch, Josh. Definitely. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you. Later. See you next time.
0: Peace. And that was my conversation with the Brown Goose. Um, Really hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I know I say that every time, but I truly do hope that you guys enjoy the conversations that we have. Um, Again, huge thanks to the Brown Goose for rescheduling and being flexible and taking the time to get the guys all together to do the interview. Um, Sometimes coordinating everybody's schedule can really be a pain in the ass. So. You know, again, huge thank you to them. Be sure that you go check them out. Um, There's a lot of good music out there. They're pretty active on social media. So, you know, hit up their Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Um, I talk about it a lot. And, you know, I really believe in it. So, if you go check them out and enjoy what you hear... I want you to do two things for me. Number one is give them a like, a subscribe, a follow, whatever, um, depending on your streaming platform, um, to let them know, obviously, that people are liking the music that they're creating. Uh, Number two, though, because I want these interviews or conversations um, to really... Build the community. Um, If you could, when you like their music, uh, head over to their Instagram, give them a follow over there, and let them know that you listened and you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to comment on the Instagram post that we make for this episode, and just tag them so that they constantly see the notifications that they've been tagged in it, comment that's great too Um, but basically you know my point there is after doing music journalism for so long I know so many fans have found new music or maybe you know refound music if it's a band that they kind of forgot about or whatever Um but I don't think we tell the artists often enough that hey you know I'm a member of this fan base or I found your community and I'm I'm enjoying what I'm hearing and things like that, you know. Those those little notes of support really do go a long way especially for independent bands and smaller artists. Um you know, the the Brown Goose is small enough, active enough, and independent enough that they're the ones reading those comments and replying and things like that. There's not a random, you know, person from their management redoing all their um, comments or, you know, kind of going back in and doing anything. It's it's the guys. So Mm -hmm. that's everything I've got for you guys this week. Uh, Make sure you check out the new album which is called This Is The Way. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. And we're going to take you out with a song called Running The Streets. Remember, guys, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.
1: But they